Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, because she been real spicy, like. Yo, Britney been popping off, like. I love it. Anybody can get shot. Yeah, like, what was that? Like, what was that? I don't know. She's been letting the chopper sing. For real. Yeah. Wait. My bad. That was my. Was that your Britney Spears? Oh. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Season six is here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, I'm sorry. I loved it. Um, We know you guys have missed us. Did you miss me? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Martin references are not going to stop. Okay. <laughs> I see. And that's fine. Yeah, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, yes, we're back. I know you guys have been waiting for us. We are here, baby. Don't you yes. fret. We're going to get through some of this stuff uh, that we have missed. Not much, but, you know, a few things or yeah. whatever. Bing bong. I'm sorry. Fuck your life. Yeah. Okay. But before we do any of that, you know how we do. Yeah. I forgot to make this a banner. But, sis, what... Can't you wrap your head around? Okay. Mine's simple. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Power Fist. Yes. My brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course, like normal, you know, every year, a corporation decides to act up around February. Yeah. And uh, this year, up on the docket, is Bath and Body Works. Yo. Oh! <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Let me see if I can find it. Keep talking. Child. Um, so <laughs> Bath and Body Works figured their way of celebrating Black History Month is, you know, um, they could be promoting, you know, black candle makers or because, you know, we invented a lot of things. So yes. I know it has something to do. I know we did something with candles. Like, I know that yes. for a fact. Right. <gasps> they decided to take their already existing candles and take the wrap and just make it ethnic. Is this it right here? Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can make this um, bigger. You know, they kind of took some, I don't know. Okay, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Share screen. Y'all need to see this foolishness. Ciao. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Like. Oh, wait, not that way. Well. What is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see this U and I T Y type situation going on here? Oh my god! Um, and it, it's it's a it's a little I guess like African crescendo types. I don't know. 
I don't know who's on the marketing team, but uh, you have some explaining to do. Because no. Um, I will give them, I'm not going to give them an A for effort. I'll give them like a C minus. I, I got what they were trying to do, but I, I, I personally cannot wrap my head around it. This is embarrassing. Yeah, because it's, it's, they're the I don't, same. I don't want to look at you it. You know, anymore. it's like, you know, then you have teak, teak with mahogany. They have uh, one of my favorites, which is champagne toast, and they just put this. Is that what that is? They didn't even make new sense for it. No, no. They ain't add no shea butter or nothing? Nothing. So, uh, yeah, I can't wrap my head around it. I'm not going to wrap my head around it. Oh. I will say this for those on social media that are just like dogging them. Use this time to buy candles from some of these black-owned candle makers. Um, my best friend is one bed of roses. Yes. Her up. Um, there's another one that, oh, Harlem Candle Company. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They're also at Nordstrom's too. Like there's so many other black-owned candle uh, companies that are out here. So, you know, just maybe take February off from Bath and Body Works. They're semi-annual sales over anyway. So, you know. <laughs> the real important thing. Yeah, is that you know what I mean? So, you know, support somebody else, but, you know, don't drag them and then go in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, ooh, champagne toes, but it got black around it now. Like, it, it, nothing changed. It's the same scent. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if they. I really thought it was, like, all new scents. No, 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 no. <sighs> That's mine. Did you see the? I saw earlier today on Twitter, like someone like American Airlines had a had their logo in I the s- middle of a. I, I was really hoping that wasn't true. I hope it's fake. I don't know. I hope I hope it was fake. It was fake. Man, y'all. I mean, it's the same thing like with Pride and all the other months. Like y'all yeah. love to put like so for for Black History Month is obviously the colors are black, a red, green, and yellow. Um, but you guys use all the same like type of designs. It's like it's never like yeah. It's never like no new type of font or like, you know, like it's always the same thing. I mean, honest, I feel like a lot of corporations, I mean, they they also celebrate the same black people like year after year after year, which is fine. They all, but there's so many hidden heroes um, and that needs to be celebrated for Black History Month. And black history did not start with slavery. Mm. Okay. Yes. So let's, if we're going to celebrate it, let's celebrate all of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but Bath and Body Works. (laughs) <laughs> it was just your turn and uh i know y'all thought it was good but let's take a look at the uh diversity inclusion team over there and please see what we can do immediately we gonna we, y'all gotta clean this up i mean and they gotta spread it was some pictures in the store i mean it's like i saw it that's what i saw i didn't see the like actual like professional pictures i saw the, the whole spread it's like it's already out there so they're going to do something with it i'm gonna go get me some sandalwood named unity from bath and body or ma- teakwood mahogany teakwood mahogany <laughs> Do you, you get what, like, anyways, oh what gets you up your head around this? Mine is actually pretty simple. I know you've been seeing this all over your Twitter timeline, mm-hmm. but the game of the day, of the of the moment right now is Wordle. Wordle. Yeah, what is that? Wordle. I'm glad you asked, Fred. Is it, first play. of all, it's an addiction. Okay. Okay. Just, But it's a it's a game where you get six chances to guess five a uh, five letter word. Ooh. It, it only it can only be five letters. Um yeah. and you don't get any you like when you first start to blank canvas a blank canvas, you don't get any you don't get any like guesses. Like you just have to like figure it out. Oh. So if you start with the wrong word, there's a chance that you won't have any of the right letters. This sounds chaotic. It is chaotic. <laughs> it is chaotic. Never mind. I don't and, know. And my thing is like It'll be something very, it'll be a simple word and you won't get it until the end where you lose. Yeah. And you're like, the word was teach or something. <laughs> and you 
is it almost like words with friends kind of, but just no, without you, the friends? No, I wouldn't say it's anything like words with friends, hmm. but it is a great game. It's a lot of fun. You know, I play it every day. I mean, there are like people on TikTok who have made pages dedicated to like figuring out like what the, oh, like that's the thing about people like, are so, quick. yo, fast. People are quick. Like you made a Wordle page already, like a whole page dedicated to figuring out how to, to decipher the words. There are like people who have run computer programs to figure yeah. out what's the best word to start with. Didn't somebody buy Wordle too? I saw a report that somebody had purchased it. Goddamn, New York Times. How does, you know what? One of these days, I'm, I really want to get into acquisitions and just, I just want to understand how that happens. Like, and, and I mean, I guess it's like, you know, popularity because mm-hmm. you couldn't, every, my timeline was between you, a couple <laughs> other people, my timeline. I'm like, yo, what is the, what are these blocks I'm seeing? Like, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden it's like breaking news. Like, yeah, they bought it. Like, and that's kind of frustrating because, well, not for me, because I, I do pay for the the, oh. the New York Times um, spelling bee and crossword oh. subscription. Uh, yes. Oh, good for you. I know. Okay. <laughs> but imagine for the people who play the game because it's free. You have to like, you yeah. just have to be connected to the internet because it's on the internet. So it's free. I'm just, I'm really worried about are they going to put it behind a paywall now? Like they do everything right, exactly. else. So, yeah. But other than that, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either. That's not cool. You know what I do like though? This is an announcement. Um, if you haven't been following us on social media. Shame on you. Shame on you. But um, we, the podcast, Head Reps and Lipsticks, the podcast, on season six right now, was uh, claimed, uh, throned as the best podcast of the year by Queen City Nerve. Yes, that's right. Uh, we here. Head Reps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We are... Thank, thank you so much, sis. Was it leaning? Yeah. Thank you. Um, yes, we are the podcast of the year here in the city. So, uh, well-deserved. Talk to us nice. I, talk to us nice. Uh, the price is going up. <laughs> if you follow us, you already know. Subscription, you know, you know, ad services in the link, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we we did it, sis. We It's like... It was a surprise. Absolutely. We literally were getting hit up like, congratulations. We were like, for what? For what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Had no clue whatsoever. None. Um, I should have known, though, because Ryan had reached out to me and was like, hey, can you send some pictures of you and Sherelle over? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought maybe. Yeah. Here's what I thought. I thought they were going to like write in a little article or something about podcasts or something mm-hmm. in the city. Was not expecting to be. And OK, we were critics choice. Right. OK. Like. Like they they know about us. They know who we are. Right? They know about us. Like like it was I, Ryan just sent an email. I'm thinking he just wanted like I was like oh maybe he wants a photographer you know so he was like and at first I was like because he was like who took your picture I was like Gavin I was like but you know Sierra's a photographer too. <laughs> Yo shout out to my sis because she always be sliding my name. By the way I was like yeah like <laughs> real quick but it hit me I was like I mean Ryan's a well known person like he knows photographers right. But, Still was like, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, oh, congratulations. We're like four. Yes. Yeah. What? That was a wild night. It was a fun night. It, it was, was. It was a really nice surprise. So thank you so much to Ryan and everyone else at Queen City Nerve for, you know, listening to us. And, yes. and even, you know, taking the time out to, uh, 
you know, choose us as podcast of the year. We do not take it for granted at all. At all. We greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate all of you who watch and listen. Yes. Subscribe, follow, share it. Everything. Yes. Comment. Are you all um, that? Okay. We love it all. Keep that same energy. <laughs> we love it all. Right through this season as well. Yes. Um, I think that's it for announcements. Yes. For now, we'll do the other one at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yes, yes. We'll do the other one then. So, with that being said, you know it's time to get into the show, baby boo. Ooh. And you know how we do, as <laughs> <Baby> always. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to get right into them politics. Um, and basically, we're starting off where we where we stopped at last year, which is critical race theory. <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, And we're going back to one of our favorite states. Yeah, Texas. Okay. So while we were on a break, we've had several conversations with different people. We were even on another podcast, uh, the Kicking Shit Podcast, and we were talking about critical race theory just mm-hmm. cause as a, a year wrap-up, but here we are again. Yep. And literally, Johnny was like, you know, oh, so y'all not going to go to Texas? Absolutely not. There's no way we're going to help that economy. Absolutely not. At all. I don't want my local, my dollars spinning through there. Sorry, y'all. I know there are black businesses there and everything. Yeah, no. Good for y'all, but... No. Sorry. Texas can't get nothing from me. Absolutely not. No. There's, there's no, there's just no way. I don't even want to buy Texas Pete hot sauce. Oh. I'm sorry. No. I don't eat hot sauce anyway. You don't. Okay. My um, ancestors were white. Happy but, Black History Month. Jesus Christmas. You know what? Okay. Anyway, so in Texas, here's what they're doing. They There are 50 books that have been, that parents <clears throat> want banned from school libraries. And when I say, so those are the parents, but... Texas lawmakers, um, school boards, things like that, they really are going hard for that. They're like, you know what? We don't really want these books. A lot of them, um, unfortunately, are surrounding around um, race, racism, sex, gender, and sexuality. Um, <clears throat> some parents have even taken it a step further. They're filing paperwork, like formally challenging. It's, it's a lot going on. I'm going to read some of like, there's like 50 books. Um, and this is <clears throat> like 100 different school districts from Texas I mean, from Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a lot. So he, th- these are just like a few of the books okay. that are banned. Um, I'm going to read like just like one of them is called Drama by Raina Telgeimer. 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 Let's go with it. Um, this is a parent asked administrators at the Spring Branch Independent School District in Houston to pull this graphic novel, which features gay and bisexual characters because it claimed it might lead young readers to question their sexual orientation when they don't comprehend what that means. Okay. Just give me a headache. Um, another one, when Wilma Rudolph played basketball, a parent in Prosper, a Dallas suburb that said that this illustrated children's book, which touches on racism that Olympian Wilma Rudolph experienced growing up in Tennessee in the 1940s should be removed from school libraries because it opines prejudice based on race. But it's literally what happened to her in Tennessee in the 1940s when she is, okay. Okay. Um, here's another one. Um, this is called Better Nate Than Never by Tim Fetter- Fetterly. A parent in Leander, an Austin suburb, asked for this book, which features a subplot about a teenager who's starting to notice his attraction to other boys to be removed because the parent didn't believe books should discuss sensitive co- or controversial topics such as gender, sexuality. Um, here's a big one. The Bluest Eye. By the late, great Toni Morrison. Don't play with me, because I got a copy right over there in the library. Okay. Um, this is just about um, 
there's rape scenes in this book. So they decided that they, you know, a parent just, you know, because it's a rape, they don't want their kids reading about it because, you know, rape is fiction. That doesn't normally happen in real life. Um, oh, my God. It's a lot here. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl by Jesse Andrews. Um, this book actually chronicles the relationship between a teen boy and a girl with leukemia, includes obscene language, and can lead students to become over-sexualized and objectified. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on here. Um, oh, Ground Zero, a novel of 9-11 by Alan Greats. Uh, this one is talking about the story of 9-11 and, after, and the aftermath from a dueling perspective of an American boy and an Afghan girl should be removed from schools because it depicts American soldiers as callous, <coughs> evil, and terrorists. Terrorists. What? And because the author mentions the racial and ethnic identities of every character. I'm going to leave my comments for that. Oh, my God. There's this a lot a here. This is an absolute mess. And it's like... It <clears throat> It's really just another topic of suppression that we've talked about before on this show about like how they are doing everything in their right to make sure. Ooh, that reminds me of something that we didn't put on the list. Okay. The law that came that is, is going up for law about the making white children uncomfortable in Florida. I don't know the correct term for it. I don't know the correct, but um, I could, I could find it. I'll find it because I know. Yeah, it's. But the fact that we are at this point right now, right? We're at this point right now where they are trying to not only ban books, but they're trying to ban to ban certain topics being taught in class because it'll make white children feel uncomfortable. It's like y'all are, you know, I mean, it, you guys are basically what they're basically trying to do is just trying to hide. Um, you know, history, basically what's happening. Like, yes, there was a TikTok. I saw this girl was like, when's the last time, because she was like, to my white people, when's the mm. last time you asked your Mima, your grandpa, you know, did they attend any lynchings? Uh, you know, were they a part of uh, a Nazi camp? Were they a part of any of that? You know what I'm saying? They probably won't tell you the truth. But is this time to have those uncomfortable conversations? Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure. So you don't want the white kids to feel uncomfortable. How do you think it feels... To be taught about slavery. As a black kid. As a black kid. How do you think a kid who um, has Jewish ancestors feel about learning about the Holocaust? How do you think it makes, like, this book being built about 9-11, like, kids over overseas? Mm. How do you think that makes them feel to be called terrorists for something that they had nothing to do with? The thing is that this isn't even, like, you know, history likes to repeat itself. We talk about, like, the whitewashing of history being taught in schools. Right. We, we talk about, uh, you know, like, the the whitewashing of Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> like. I'm like, I'm so thankful for social media for, like, you know, making, like, Thanksgiving a joke, you know, with the beans, greens, potato. Because mm -hmm. it's just, like, it was just getting too much. Yeah. Now, you know, we have some, some we have something to laugh about to make it, you know, fun. It's. <sighs> this is insane to me, and I think we have a lot of things that we need to be watching out for. Mm -hmm. And the thing, we, the thing about banning books is like when people ban books, that just makes one that makes people want to read them even more. Exactly. So you know, and as a reader myself, I love that. I hope that these kids, or even like the parents who have logic, go out of their way to to to, to look into these books. You know, yeah. people need to be represented in their stories, and that includes in school. 
Because I don't like it, to your point. It's like okay, so I can't read the book at school, but I can't get it on Amazon. You guys are so quick to get your kids these tablets and things like that. They can get it on Audible. It's mm-hmm. like you're there. There's no way to stop a child from reading from reading these books. Like, and then it's so funny to me. You want to ban the books, but then when they're turning into movies, you run to the movie theaters to see them. So what's the difference? What is the difference besides a book that has 17 chapters being turned? You know, the certain things might be cut out in the movie mm-hmm. for time purposes, but ugh. It's ridiculous. It's a mess. Mississippi is not too far behind. There is a Mississippi mayor who is actually withholding funds from the library. Um, and so LGBTQ right. books are removed. Um, ridiculous. Um, this is actually coming from the Madison County Library System Executive Director. Funding for this year was being withheld until we removed what he called homosexual material from the library. Um Ridiculous. This comes after 2021 was slated to be the worst year since 2015 for states fighting LGBTQ and transgender rights. Um, And Mississippi enacted a law that bans transgender students from playing in a sport with the athlete's gender of choice rather than his, her, their biological gender. Um, He's actually, so this is, um, the mayor's name is Gene McGee. Um, He's actually withholding $110,000 in funding from his Mississippi City's library. Why is is Gene so pressed about this? Um, He said his reasoning that he gave was that uh, as a Christian, he could not support that and that he would not release funding until we remove the material. Uh, Johnson believes the mayor's... um, The mayor's order is the climax in a series of homophobic activism meant to censor certain queer literature, especially those written for children... Um, yeah. You know, you could be a Christian and still mind your business. It's just, did you know that? I mean, you still have, you know, you still have the American Cross Society who won't take blood from, you know, gay men. Yo! That's insane to me. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, that's a thing. The American Red Cross doesn't take blood. Like blood donors, like they're like a lot of gay men are not allowed to donate blood. Yeah, like so. There's a I don't know if you guys know. There's like a blood shortage going on, but you won't allow. No, nah, that's discriminatory. Can't they be sued for that? I don't know. I don't know. What? Is it only gay men or is it like also like lesbians as well? I don't know. What? I'm going to gay men, blood donors. No, that's, sis, that's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Because they're also, even if they are worried about, the, you know, it having, you know, AIDS or whatever, they're supposed to be testing the blood anyway. Yeah. So, um, what? So this came. This is a report from uh, NBC News. It came out on January thirteenth of this year. Critics called to end three month celibacy requirement for gay bisexual men amid blood shortage, amid a blood a national blood shortage. LGBTQ activists, uh, act, advocates, and more than two dozen members of Congress, uh, Congress are calling for the Food and Drug Administration to further ease donor uh, donor restrictions on sexually active gay and bisexual men. Okay, to be eligible to donate blood in the United States, men who have sex with men must abstain from same-sex sexual activity for 90 days. The limitations have been long criticized as 
discriminatory by advocates and seen yeah. by many in the medical community as unnecessarily objective to this nation's crucial blood supply. Yeah. 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 This, this is a thing. So you can't say the blood shortage. And how are you going to, I mean, to your point, are you, are you not testing the blood? Test it. And then we're good to go. That part right there. I mean, just like, isn't it, you know, just, and again, AIDS is not a gay disease. Okay, you do not have Straight to be. Straight niggas is out here. You do not to have to be okay <laughs> of the LGBT plus community to unfortunately come, that, you know, become HIV positive or stricken with AIDS. I can't believe that in the year of 2020 that they are what? That's that's a thing that's happening. My if my if steam could come out of my head and blow my head wrap off right now, that's what would happen. Because when I tell you my mind is blown right now, are you about to cry? I am no. I'm just. I am flabbergasted. Yeah, it's. I mean, for you to tell somebody to be abstinent for ninety days. Ninety days. First of all. First of all, no. science will tell you. I mean, like people who um you know do get like AIDS said they get tested every three months, like every three months. So you know, doing it for for ninety days. What happens in the next ninety? Just child. Oh my god! Yeah, um, we we gonna move on. Yeah, um, because it's just a lot. Is it's just such an attack on LGBTQ, on Black people, on just it's just it's just an attack on everybody. If you are, (laughs) if you aren't white, male, or straight, then there's something out here against you, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, maybe things will change now that we uh, are losing a Supreme Court justice. Um, justice uh, Stephen Beyer. Am I saying his name right? I'll go with it. It sounds okay. good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is set to retire. He did announce that mm-hmm. he is going to retire. Um, and that set social media ablaze because your boy Joe Biden made a bunch of promises during his campaign. You know, we already, he's already down, down one with not canceling student loans. Okay. (laughs) But what he did say is that if he needs to select a Supreme court justice, that he will put a black woman on the Supreme court. That means that there will be the first black, there will be a black woman for the first time in history to sit on Supreme court justice for the rest of her life. You you holding your breath for that? Yeah. I definitely am. (laughs) I definitely am. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 jaded now. But uh, let's let's uh, hear what uh, Mr. Biden has to say. Today, Justice Breyer announces his intention to step down from active service after four decades, four decades on the federal bench, and 28 years on the United States Supreme Court. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one: the person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. And it's my intention, my intention to announce my decision before the end of February. In the end, I will nominate a historic candidate, someone who's worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy, and someone who, like Justice Breyer, will provide incredible service on the United States Supreme Court. Good for you for retiring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay lots to say there 
40 years is too long to be on the Supreme Court. Oh, my God. There I said it. I mean, we need to wrap that shit up, B. I feel like there should be a, a cap on being in the Supreme Court, just like there's a cap on being a president. Yeah, maybe like... Maybe like 10 years or five years. I say, listen, every time, eight years, eight years. Yeah, eight years. I think that's good. Eight years. If you can have two terms. Yeah, yeah. two terms. You do two terms and then you're out. Yeah, I 40 agree. years? That's a long time. You should have been, re- you can't relate. You can- As a matter of fact, tell your homeboys on the rest of them to, to step down too. Yeah, Clarence Thomas, you got to go. And that rapist, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. Out of here. Who ain't, oh, he been real quiet. Um, so has Amy Barrett, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, whatever. Um, and I found it really funny. So there were a couple of senators that had a lot to say about Biden's uh, talking about putting a black woman. Of course, they were like, well, you know, you can't make the decision so soon. Yo, uh, what's the white lady who who, who died? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Her body wasn't even hot when uh, her body was still hot in, in the ground when uh, funeral didn't even happen yet. When what's the name decided to put a. Uh, yeah, sis. On the, on the court. So so y'all can be quiet. Shut your mouth. This is going to happen. You're loud. And y'all are going to... Res- 40 years? I don't know if I want this. I don't even know what job I want to do for 40 years. I would do this for 40 years. Yeah, but like... Anything else? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want this. Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mentally prepared for... A the- black woman? The backlash. Like, I don't want... It's almost... It gives me, like, when Obama... Remember when Obama was put in office? Remember that... Uh, I remember there was a lot of talk, like, oh, they, somebody gonna try to kill him. Somebody gonna shoot him. Somebody... Da, 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 da. Do you remember when they were walking down? Yes. Who, when I tell you my heart... Exactly. ...was racing, because I was like, what if someone tries... Yeah. ...to shoot them, like, on yeah. some, like, you know, John Wilkes Booth type of no, vibe? No, seriously. I was so... Scared for them. Petrified. Yes. And he did it with such class. And like, so me hearing that a black woman is going to be on the Supreme Court, because that, that, you know what you do? Mm. Do you know what that would mean? Hopefully. Because not all skin folk is kin folk. Ain't that the truth. Okay. But do you know what that could mean for a lot of, just for the people? Not just for black people, for women, just for people in general. Texas can have abortions again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> state is garbage maybe the south will be decent oh you're asking for a lot no you you, you going too too far let's start with the let's start with the bare minute you up here girl bring it back you know i don't know if i want i don't know if i want my good sis whoever that may be to have that type of pressure because i don't like it you know it feels like i don't like it it just feels like when whenever he says it 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 gives me like a black woman as the mule of mm-hmm. like something. and i don't and i am tired always i am absolutely tired of black women having to be like the per the, we always have to save the day i'm so tired of it i don't want to save the day as a matter of fact i like to be the villain like, like i am tired of we black always women. have to save the like, day i am so tired of black women having to save the day like be we gotta save tv shows we gotta save everything we gotta save it all like it's so frustrating sis like i am tired i am so tired of black women like da, 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 da. i got my cape on yeah here it's just too much like and then we don't do it right it's like oh my god like well then well shit then why you couldn't do it i'm sister girl save a hoe that's what we wait <laughs> that's who i am here to Exhausting. 
it gets exhausting. Like, they always look at us like, so what y'all going to do about it? And then we don't do it the right way. It's like, well, you know, you should have. Then you could. Please, if you feel like you can do it better, I beg of you to step up. Child. Black women are literally tired. The Exhausted. Only, and, the, and it's funny because we're, we're like these heroes by default because everybody else votes against themselves and votes, uh, votes against, against logic. It's the only reason. We literally be sitting there like letting y'all get it out. And it's like, and then we say something like, oh, we didn't think about that. It was like, we know. We know. <laughs> we know. We, this, meeting, this meeting could have been an email, but you know. <sighs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, not the best way for the view to start off Black History Month, but uh, yikes. Yeah. So Whoopi Goldberg, um, on the View. You know, she's literally been on the View from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. They were talking about something that's going on, um, in Tennessee. Another uh school board who's trying to ban a certain book, um, that talks about the Holocaust. And they were talking about it, and Whoopi made some kind of insensitive anti-Semitic remarks and just didn't go. I don't really, I, cause we, I couldn't get the clip up, but what did she say exactly? Me... Basically what she said was, hold on. I actually have the, um, the video, not the video, but like she actually put it, she made oh. an apology of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and was talking about, and she actually said what she said. So she said, on today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it. I should have said it is about both. As Jonathan Greenblatt from the Anti-Defamation League shared, the Holocaust is about the Nazi systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deem to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. The Jewish people around the world have always had my support and that will never waver. I'm sorry for the hurt I have caused. Um, the book that they were talking about is called Muse. Um, is that mouse? Maybe it is mouse. Yeah. M-A-U-S. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically it depicts Jewish people as mice. Um, and they're saying like it's demented. So yeah, it's, it's called Mouse, A Survivor's Tale become a bestseller on Amazon mm-hmm. and uh, it's from an eighth grade curriculum citing rough objectionable la- objectionable language and sketches of naked women they deem unsuitable for 13 year old students really you don't think your 13 year old has seen a naked body before <laughs> grow up okay <laughs> I'm sorry like really eighth grade I mean yeah so that's how that conversation started. And yeah, they've been pretty much ripping Whoopi a new one. But um, I was telling says like I I I was a little surprised by her comments. Like if you actually like hear the whole, you mm-hmm. know, the whole comment that she said, it was kind of like it was kind of rough. It was like, girl, as a black woman, like for you to for that to come out your mouth. Yeah. Be like, it's not about race. Actually. It's literally what what it was literally. about. Literally. Yeah, I mean they had it down to a science of what they like. Literally, so <laughs> yeah, for like for her to say this, you know, and she's been you know on the View, she's very candid about how she feels about mm-hmm. social injustice and things like that. So for you know for you to make pretty much the whole show about race over the past like year and a half, and then to say it's not about race, it's like they was looking at her mm-hmm. like Joy was looking at her like really like oh is that right? So just gotta be careful. <sighs> well. So much for that. Yeah. Mm. This last topic is very sad. Very. Um, 
but we must talk about it. Yeah. And that is the case about Lauren Smith Fields. Hmm. It's been about a month since this has popped up, right? Yeah. Um, she went on a Tinder date. Is that right? Yeah, like Bumble or some one, one of the, the one of the maps. And um, she didn't come back alive. Yeah. Um. So basically, yeah, she was found in her home. She was found. I'm sorry. Yeah, last month. Mm-hmm. Um, December 12th. Um, and there's new reports coming out. Basically the officers that have were supposed to be handling this mm-hmm. were f- suspended. Um, there was some autopsy reports that said that she pretty much overdosed. There was a lot of drugs in her system. Um, this man that came over to her house for this date, he did say like they were drinking, they were doing this, they were doing that. He's the one that called the police. Um, <laughs> and the family is pretty much upset that one, he hasn't been charged, and two, that it took them forever to even notify them. Mm. Um, yeah, like, so both the fam- the families, she was 23 years old, they failed to notify them of the deaths and said they learned of the death from others. Um, apparently, there was another woman who was found killed the same, same day. Way. Yeah, yeah, I heard about this earlier today. Brenda Lee Rolls. Um... 23 and then 53. So the mm. officer who was in charge of overseeing these investigations retired from the department on Friday. Cause he didn't want to be suspended. Okay. Um, it's just not looking real good. So, okay. So the autopsy came back. So said acute intoxication due to the combined effects of fentanyl, promethazine, hydro, 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 hydroxy. Mm-hmm. Hydro. Is, is that oxy? Is that what that is? No, I think that I think that's oxy is oxy co- co- Oh yeah, that's right. Duh. Hydroxyzin. Some. Yeah. And then alcohol. Um. So it was kind of interesting because I mean, if you do an autopsy report and they're saying, and the guy who was there did say they were doing a lot of drugs. Um it's a rough one. Yeah, because it's like, you know, if that's what happened, if he's saying all this happened and then you do an autopsy and all this stuff is in her system, it's kind of like, well. Yeah. But, you know, my sister said something that day. She said, well, was he drug tested? Like, was he doing these drugs too? You know. That's a good question. I mean. That's a good question. By now, the drugs is way out of his system now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, this is a this is a very... Yeah. Suspicious case or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, sis. I'm just so tired. Again, it's like you want, like, black women, we have to save the day. But when it comes to us getting the help that we need, we're always last in line. So it, it's it's frustrating. Like, you want us to save everybody, but who saves us? Like, where where do the strong go? Like, who's who's helping us? So I don't know. <sighs> rest in peace to Lauren she was beautiful too beautiful young lady mm-hmm. I see a lot of her like her friends have come across my FYP page yeah full of life mm-hmm. um I I will say this with these dating apps y'all um I don't be on them please be real careful with the people that you you know bring into your home like pause why y'all having people pick you up from your home Listen. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Explain yourself. 
it's so funny, you know, our parents are like old school. So, you know, my, my younger sister, she dates and things like that. Mm-hmm. And my dad is like, you know, why are you always going, you know, going to meet them? And my sister's like, I have a car. I don't need them knowing where I live. Uh, God forbid something happens, I can get in my car and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't uh, we get to maybe the fifth date, mm-hmm. couple uh. Facetime dates, something like that. Maybe you can come pick me up. Uh, a dude know. offered to pick me up on the first date. Red flag. I yeah. don't know you, sir. Yeah, no. You trying to find out where I live? Yeah. Right. I don't like that. I can meet. I can meet you. Mm-hmm. I can meet you. There. I can meet you. It's no, it's no big deal. Yeah, it ain't no big deal. Yeah, so <laughs> please, yeah, don't do that. Got to be more careful. Yeah, we don't like that. So should we talk about this since we're on heavy topics? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then everything else is kind of lightweight. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Another sad story. This is the sad, the last sad story for this episode. Um, earlier this week, we found out that Miss USA, mm-hmm. Chelsea Chesley Christ, who, uh, if you remember, she was one of the three black. Uh, Mrs. of the of what 2019? Yep, it was Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Teen USA. <laughs> they were all black women. We were all living for it. Yep. Um, unfortunately, she committed suicide recently. Um, by jumping out the window of her New York City apartment. Um, and this is just really hard, like to hear and to actually like wrap your head around, like yeah. You never, you really don't be knowing what people going through, yo. I, um, <laughs> I'm hoping that there's an investigation done on this mm-hmm. because, um, her whole platform was mental health. That was her whole platform. Yeah. She was such a mental health advocate. I'm not saying that again, where did the strong go? Um, but it's just very like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if your, your platform is mental health and things like that. And for you, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, she was a correspondent on Extra. She was also a Charlotte lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really, really sad. So, yeah, I, I do hope they do an investigation because something yeah. just don't seem right to it, me. It right, something's not right. Something is not right. And um, in other news, Regina King's son also. Oh, that's right. His name is Ian Alexander Jr., I believe. He mm-hmm. also committed suicide recently as well. So He was supposed to do, like, he had, like, a concert <clears throat> lined up for, like, that night. Wow. It was either that night or, the like, the night after or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. This is, it's so heavy, man. That's just just... My heart and prayers really go out to those families, man, because that's something I could only imagine, like, having to hear, like, mm-hmm. they taking their own lives, like. Yeah. That's so sad. It is. Like, if you feel like you need help, like, please, please, that's all I can really say. Yeah. If you feel like you need help, please. 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 We, we are begging you. Honestly. Talk to somebody. 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 <sighs> All right. That's it for the heavy stuff. No more heavy stuff. Yes. I promise. Okay. What do we have? I didn't really put this in any type of order here. Yeah. I guess maybe. Yeah. You, you Take it from the top? Yeah. Okay. Everybody's favorite bad guy. Um, she is pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Riri popped up with um, that boy. Um, and she is pregnant. 
ASAP Rocky. ASAP, that's his name. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a godmama, I guess. Okay. You know, technically she is my wife, so that's my stepchild. But you know, interesting. You know, she looked very beautiful with her pink jacket. Regular. And, I mean, she had her tummy out in that cold weather, though. I'm like, I guess. Regular. Yes. Simone says something that I'm actually kind of like. I don't think she's wrong with this. Okay. Simone, so Aza Rocky and Rihanna have been friends for years. Mm-hmm. Like always been really good friends. Um Simone seems to think that this is a um what's the word I'm looking for? A publicity stunt? No, a um what's the word I'm looking for? Like this was planned. Basically, she feels like Rihanna wanted a baby. And why not have it with somebody that you know is a really good friend, will take care of you, you know what I'm saying, take care of the baby, yeah. other than, you know, these other people that she, you know, was messing with. Right. She felt, oh, an arrangement. She feels like it's an oh. arrangement. Because she says, like, you know, they don't really look like a couple. You don't ever really see them kiss. You know? And Rihanna's very open with her PDA. So it's like, you don't ever, you don't ever see them... You don't ever see them. Maybe she's well. Maybe she's getting older. Maybe she don't want to do all the PDA no more. That's possible. She might. She might be over it. I don't like that. No, like I just. I don't know. I kind of. I kind of get what she's saying because it's just like. I mean, if it's like, all right, I really want a baby right now. I'm not dating nobody. Like, why else? Why not have a baby with somebody that's a friend? You know what I mean? I've heard through the rumor mill that they were married or something about that. I hope not. <laughs> you know, I do find it funny that all the pop girlies have husbands or boyfriends that none of their fans like. I think it's so funny. I like ASAP Rocky. I'm not a like I'm not a huge fan of his music like that. Like I never really, you know. But, you know, I, could, I don't I don't got no beef for him. I, he's an attractive guy. Oh. oh. He, he's like he Oh, Ebony might fight you. What's up? Well, I mean, listen, she already know I don't like Drake, so I mean I've already I'm already in the hole. So. I know Drake is upset. But that's what he get for porn stars. I mean, you should have got her pregnant a long time ago. You were hiding a child. Ugh, I need to listen to that diss track again. I mean, you, you, you know. But, but congrats to you, Rihanna. I'm so happy for her. Congrats. She looks beautiful. She looks very, very beautiful. Yeah. And happy. So, good for her. And she got new lipstick coming out. Like, we ain't ever getting another album. And you know what? I think I'm okay with it. The baby gonna come out and ask when an album dropping. That baby probably drop an album before she do. To be honest. <laughs> Speaking of babies, everybody's favorite whore. Yo. Nick Cannon has, is now on his eighth baby mama. Whore. Whore. I don't know what's going on with Nick Cannon. I mean, okay. Girl. Girl, this is disgusting. Imagine being like, me next, Nick. <laughs> At least Rihanna ain't get pregnant by him. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, because at this point, who doesn't have a baby by Nick Cannon besides us? Right. Seriously. So, like, he announced that he's expecting, oh, I'm sorry, news broke that he's announcing his eighth child with Brie Tessie. Whoever. I don't know. Yeah. And basically, she was really upset that this is how it came out. Um, how does she want it to come out? I don't know. Like, cause either way, you still gonna be baby mama number eight. So. Period. It, it <laughs> like, girl. Um. Then he basically announced that he's gonna be celibate. He feels like he was wilding out, and yeah, he said his um his celibate his celibacy journey began after conceiving eighth child. I was out of control. No, nigga, shut up. I don't believe that. I feel like he was actually like 
because you know he has like he has like lupus or something like that, right? So yes. he does have. So I know like he stated like in an interview before like he does it. He's doing this because you know he might not be around for much longer. But okay, you aren't you aren't around. So who's going to father these children? You have made eight. You have made what eleven? Yeah, kids? I'm trying to find like the. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. The child will be Tessie's first and Cannon's eighth. The Nick Cannon Show host is already dad to a 10-year-old twins, Moroccan and Monroe. Uh, that's Mariah Carey. So let's see. That's two. Four-year-old Golden Saigon. Oh. Horrifying name. One-year-old Powerful Queen. Oh my Are God. you serious? Mm-hmm. Keep going. Wait, so that's two, three, four. four. Um, and seven-month-old twins. So that's seven. seven. Uh, and then a new one. Oh, I'm sorry. And then he's also a father to a child, Alyssa Scott. Oh, but that that un- that oh, child passed, passed away. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yes, eight children. Ch- unacceptable. You have made unacceptable. You've made nine. You made he made nine. Yeah. But you are five. There are eight moms. There are, you have made eight women. Pregnant out of wedlock. Hmm. No intention to marry, marry them. them. And money is fine. It's good that you have money because you're going to need it. But what about what? Worst case scenario, Nick Cannon passes away and the kids, you know, they get to split up the money, but they still need a father. How can you father eight kids at one time when you have eight baby moms? How? Quickly, expeditiously. I need answers. Yeah. Because one thing I know about Ken is that man keeps a job. Yeah, he definitely does. So. He definitely does. But this just doesn't, I mean, I'm, I'm, let me not say it doesn't look good. But, well, you know what? I'm not even going to go back to, to politics. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all want to control all women's bodies. But men like Nick Cannon is out here just shooting up the clubs, all types of clubs, unprotected. These kids are all the same age. That's crazy. These are all, they're all the same freaking age. That's you, you're having unprotected sex with women constantly. And then we wonder why the STD rates are going up and things like that. Like, but to, and to your point, not a traditionalist when it comes to that, like, you know, when it comes to like, you know, at a wedlock, but it's like, you literally, you, if you have no intention on marrying these women. That's not cool. So while one woman is out in the hospital giving birth, well, you should be with that woman. You too busy having sex with the next woman to get her pregnant. And now you want to say and talk about celibacy? I am disgusted. Like, wilding out is a show. It shouldn't be a lifestyle. Ooh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Period. Like, <laughs> That's nasty. Come on. I know Mariah Carey somewhere like, okay, anyways. Like, I really made this thing about baby daddy. Yeah, you know, it's something But they was married, though. They were. They were married. Mar- you know. That was like. That was still a wild combination. Like, oh, okay. You know what? Maybe next show we talk about, like, just odd combination couples. Like, this will give us a chance to watch the Janet Jackson doc, you know, because that's one. Uh, yes. Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey. Um, there are more out there. There's several more out there. There are more out there. Several more. We can talk about Kanye and Julia Fox. Y'all trying to make her a thing. Anyway, sorry. I don't know what y'all trying to do. I don't y'all can say what y'all want about Kim Kardashian. This nigga had two of the baddest, and now y'all trying to make her a thing. It looks she looks a mess. 
that black eyeshadow she wore. Yo, out, I saw look, that. I'm like looking like a damn raccoon. It's, giving, it's not cute. It's giving Tom Nook. That's, okay, that's a valid Animal Crossing reference. Someone will get that. Yeah, because I don't know. It's okay. I was gonna. Is that an actor no, or? It's a. It's a. So it's a character off of Animal. Uncut Gems was not that good. Like so. <laughs> it wasn't. It, I mean, I was happy for Adam Sandler because I love him, but mm-hmm. like, let's not. Yeah. Act like it was like Oscars. I was like, yo, shut the. Calm down. Anyways. Um, speaking of retiring, (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady is retiring, y'all. Tom Brady is, we play for the Buccaneers now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm shocked he's retiring as a Buccaneer. I'm shocked that he went to Tampa. What's the connection there? Is he from there? Is that where he's from? I don't know, but he went there, then won a ring for them. So they're Um. the current champs, so... Listen, I don't I don't keep my, my attentions on Magnus, so I don't be knowing. Tom Brady's a mag? Oh, yeah, he is. Is he? I forgot. Where is he from? He's from, um, where is he from? Uh, I'm just curious, because to your point, like, no, he's from California. That's why I'm like, what, what, what was in Tampa? Like, what was the talk game? Over like, like? He, okay, like, he was born in California. Let yeah. me see if he went to Florida at any time. Nah. Yeah, no, he's. I just need to. It was just so random. Like, oh, you gonna go to Tampa? Whatever. And grew up a San Francisco 49er fan. Huh? Make it make sense. Yeah. Anyways, shout out to him. I got no. I got nothing but respect for the man. I'm sorry. Cool. 45 years old. You got like six rings. You still playing? You just made it to the playoffs. Like, I mean, again, I'm not mad at it. He was a low-level draft pick like Derwin Davis. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. I did a story of him when I was at the new, at the Daily News. I learned all oh, the stuff about okay. him. Oh, okay. I'm like, she's like listening to stats. I'm like, oh, yeah, cause like oh. I had I had to do the story of him, and I was like, I don't know nothing about him. I'm like, I'm really thinking he was like Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, he wasn't. No, he oh. was like drafted like number 186, something like that. Interesting. Like, okay. Yeah, but like, but then look at all that. Look. Yeah. Look at all that. I'm sorry. Round six. Uh huh. Pick 199. <laughs> <laughs> he played for two teams. And then look at all this. Yeah. I, I don't got nothing but respect for the dude. I'm sorry. I I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Yay. Shout what? us to him. Shout us to him. Shout Con- us to him. Congrats, The greats is The greats is leaving. The greats is retiring. Good. Let's get some new greats. You know what? Accurate. You know? Accurate. Um, but they probably won't be in the NFL because the NFL is racist. <sighs> but yeah, y'all watch them every Sunday. But um, go Eagles. No, leave me alone. P- pull your story. No, out. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Is this something you want to say? Yeah, no, I'm just saying. So, okay, <laughs> they get ready for the NFL offseason already, and the tea is hot. So, uh, <laughs> the tea is hot. Do you hear me? Um, so. Former um, NFL coach, his name is Brian Flores. He's suing the NFL and the Giants, claiming a coaching re- a coaching surge was racist. And then he has some receipts to prove it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what he says. He said, the NFL and our club... I'm sorry. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. I read, I read too quick. So basically, he filed an explosive lawsuit where the uh, former Dolphins head coach alleged the team's hiring practices were rooted in racism, and he claims a text from uh, uh, Coach Racist himself, Bill Belichick, proves it. 
Um, he's 40 years old. He filed the class action lawsuit. Uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he said he receives a text from his former boss and Patriots head coach days before he interviewed with the Giants. During the conversation, Flores says uh, Bill Belichick congratulating him on landing the new gig. What happened was he meant to text another Brian instead of this Brian, who basically, basically he pretty much said, like, you're not getting the job because he already congratulated another one. Mm -hmm. um, he was confused by the comment because he had yet to even go on the interview and asked Bill if he had an inside track on the decision. Of course he does. I mean, anyway. Right. The job is actually going to Brian DeBall, who actually landed um, the job. He insisted this is proof that he was only bought in for an interview to satisfy the the, uh, the Rooney rule, which requires teams to interview a minority candidate when a head coaching job opens up. They both actually worked with Belichick under uh, the Patriots a while ago. He claims that he was then forced to sit through a dinner with new Giants general manager Joe Schoen, despite knowing that the Giants had already selected Mr. DeBall. Ooh. Oh, my God. And Flora says that this wasn't the first time he's been subjected to a sham interview that was held only in effort to comply with the Rooney rule. The fired coach said he's interviewed with the then Broncos general, general manager, John Elway, and other Denver execs in 2019. However, Brian said that it was clear from the substance of the interview that Mr. Flores was interviewed only because of the rule. Mm -hmm. He also claims that Elway and other Broncos executives showed up an hour late for the interview and looked completely disheveled, and it was obvious that they had been drinking heavily the night before um brian who points out that there's only one black head coach that's mm -hmm. the steelers head coach mike tomlin mm -hmm. and six gms is suing on behalf of all prospective black coaches and front office employees he's asking the court to fix the nfl's alleged discriminatory hiring pra practices in addition to damages oh there's more flores also accuses the dolphins owner stephen ross of paying of offering to pay him one hundred thousand dollars per loss in an effort to tank the season and get a better be get a better draft pick. Child. Like I said, the offseason is going to be popping before you even get to it. The NFL is so garbage. <laughs> it is never a dull moment with them, yo. It's never a dull moment. I'm not even surprised by At this all. news. Like, you know, the thing about <clears throat> having these rules or whatever in place to get, you know, more people of color or black people hired is that they never work. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're gonna yeah they're gonna interview you, but clearly they already have who they want to have. Have they want to hire in the bag? I've um, have you ever been on an interview like that, or have you had an issue with that before? I don't think so. I've had issues like that before. Mm -hmm. Um, I, well, I've had a couple issues when it like interviews. You know, when I had like an inside source on the job, and it's like you know they're like, oh yeah, they actually hired somebody already. I'm like, so then why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, there are a lot of corporations that, you know, that diversity and inclusion is real. Mm -hmm. um, and they just want to put, you know, some token black people up in there to satisfy, you know, upper management. So the NFL is no excuse. So Brian Flores, I would not be shocked if he never gets a coaching job. Blinks Me. and Colin Kaepernick. So they said that's why uh, the 49ers didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Basically, like, till you do right by me, y'all ain't getting nowhere. It might be. So shout out to the ancestors. Yeah. Um like that's why they didn't get to the Super Bowl. I was like, damn. But they went they won last time though. They won a couple years ago, right? Wasn't that what Colin Cape in it though? No, that wasn't Colin never went. He never went to the Super Bowl? No. I don't know. They got ugly clothes anyway. Um <laughs> 
Well, speak. Well, we since we want football, the Bengals and the Rams are in the Super Bowl. Woo, woo. I don't care for either team. I'm only rooting for Odell Beckham Jr. and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you know, I would love to see Oda Beckham Jr. get a ring. I would, I would love that. He doesn't have a ring. No. Wow. He play, who does he play for? The Rams. Oh. He left the Browns because that was it was like because he used to be with the Giants, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just like seeing the underdogs on top. Like no shade to the Chiefs. Like we saw what they can do. Like you know, I was actually really shocked that the Bengals beat them because when I left the house, mm-hmm. they were winning. When I got in the car and turned on the radio, they was like, the Bengals defeated them. I was like, <laughs> what happened? Um, so, yeah, I like seeing the underdogs on top. So, yeah, Cincinnati. Shout out, to, shout out to any Bengals fans, any Rams fans. That's what's up. Yeah, congrats to you guys. Seahawk Nation over here, Knicks tape. So, I'm just saying. We are talking about football. Oh, it's Knicks, Knicks tape all day. Though. Is it? Yes. Okay. You, you haven't allowed you to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of having that, Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child, we all know the answer. Yes. Music Soul, Soul Child. Ch- yes, correct. Um, but the verses is coming up February 15th. Um, I mean, should we root for Anthony Hamilton as a Charlotte staple? We live in- You can root for whoever you want oh, to. Philly, I forgot. Um, uh, the logical answer is Music Soul Child. It is. It is. It is. Uh, you could fight me on this. Me too. Um, I'll be there. Meet me outside. Because, and this is no shade to Anthony Hamilton. Like, love him, okay? Love Anthony Hamilton. But when you pulling up to B-U-D-D-Y. Okay, like, half, are you half crazy? Gla- <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> okay, like, don't do this. Like, honestly, there's just. Don't embarrass yourself. Okay. Like, okay. Like, don't embarrass yourself. You know, <laughs> just be friends. Get it out. <laughs> Because his music is so beautiful. You know, it's all love. You know, really. Swear, swear, swear. Like, like, don't do this to yourself. He has a lot of singles. I'm just saying, like, come on, y'all. We can keep doing this. We really We can keep going. Because he has that many singles. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We can keep going. We could. Just saying. Anthony Hamels is a nice he's a really nice guy he though. is a nice guy he's such a nice guy he, he is a Charlotte staple a Charlotte legend a Charlotte icon we have very much respect for him don't get it twisted yeah so yes I'm glad this is a different version because I was I was hearing some talks about Eminem versus Busta Rhymes and I was like why would you do that to Eminem why would you let Busta Rhymes come in there and just annihilate somebody like that I mean really there's no wait, way wait let me think about that there's no way in hell Eminem was even seeing Busta Rhymes. It's not. It's it's not realistic. To my fans, name five Eminem sing hits. Go. Name okay. Name five Busta Rhymes singles. Uh, uh, I'm I'm because I'm drawing blanks. That's why I'm really asking. Put your hands where my eyes can see. Yes. Ooh ha. Yeah. Uh, baby, if you give it to me, like this. Oh, okay, this. okay, fair. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's too many. Eminem had a lot of singles too, though. Yeah, but not on some. He's he's. You're right. He's nowhere that, near. Yeah, that, that, that's two different. Well, I don't know because Eminem be rapping fast sometimes too. I don't even know who you can put up. I don't. I mean, I think they both are like you know, like classics in itself. But like, yeah, yeah. Speaking of like Eminem and Super, like when it comes to this this uh, this halftime show, who's performing at the halftime show? Your boy Kendrick. 
Dre. Is he? Yeah. Now I have to watch. Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. Right. We got LA, Detroit, and then Yonkers. I don't know what's going on here. Interesting. I mean, I wish Kendrick would put out some music instead of. Please. He like, I got a Pulitzer. I don't really need to do anything anymore. And he doesn't. Oh, we'd rather see music than you performing for the racist NFL. You're saying. Let's get an album out. Speaking of pulling out, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sherelle has a story on this one. Child, okay. So y'all know this Joe Rogan. Oh, God. Joe Rogan ain't nothing but Joe, Joe Budden for white people, for it's, white men. It's really. Um, he ain't nothing but a, and we'll get on that later too, y'all. But um, Oh, my God. I had this story. What I do with it? Oh, here we go. I found it. Um, so basically, like, so Joe Rogan has um, a, a podcast where he's pretty much just like, putting out a whole b- bunch of like COVID rhetoric. He's been doing this for a minute now. It's not like this is new. Um, and there's been a bunch of artists that because of this uh, are pulling a lot of their music from Spotify. So let's see. In recent weeks, a handful of notable artists have pulled their music from streeting, uh, from from Spotify, blaming them of spreading false information about coronavirus via the podcast, right? So it all started with uh, Neil Young. I'm not too sure who he is. He's a country singer or something like that, right? Okay. I think. I've heard the name before. Yeah, like he pulled his catalog. Um, uh, who else pulled there? Um, Indiari pulled hers. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Who else? Joni Mitchell. Oh, wow. Never lied. Um, Niles Lofgren. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a few. Um, yeah, and NDRE was definitely one. So the Bruce Springsteen. Uh, hmm. Because hmm. Bruce is kind of Bruce is very left leaning, from what I know. I don't know, but so um, whoever this guy Niles Lo- Lofgren, he mm-hmm. actually was a member of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, hmm. I don't know. Listen, you know, Spotify not going to get rid of um, Joe Rogan. He brings yeah. in a lot of money for them. I can't believe that Joe Rogan was the one that hosted uh, Fear, Fear Factor. Factor. I always forget about that. Okay. Like, I was like, wait, that guy looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what to say. It's interesting. I mean, our, you know, we're on Spotify. Yeah. So, I mean, here's my thing when it comes to that. Like, I mean, yes, to your point, they're not going to get rid of Joe Rogan, but I... Here, okay. How do I say this? There's Joe Rogan's not the only podcast that's out here spreading rhetoric about coronavirus. Like, um... But he, I think he's exclusively on Spotify, though, right? I think so. I don't pay attention to him at all because, like, mm-hmm. if y'all actually getting y'all coronavirus information, at this, we're three years into this nonsense. I mean, if you still need information about coronavirus, I don't really like. What's wrong with you? He's not a scientist. He's not at all. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? it's really. I mean, y'all still watching Fox News too? So I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah, y'all need help if y'all getting y'all information from Joe Rogan. So, yeah. Well, speaking of men with mics, and this is our last topic for the evening, and I will share my screen. Listen, this is my Twitter because I couldn't get the, okay, don't don't ask no questions. Yeah. 
Um, so this happened on DJ Academics podcast. Uh, DJ Academics had the guys from Fresh and Fit that um, I don't know the guy's name. I just know one is a, a, a former cop who's balding. And he's a former cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This makes it doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Um, But I'm going to play this clip because these guys from the Fresh and Fit podcast, they've been trying to, first of all, the people have been trying to get them out of here. They've been trying to get their podcast off YouTube, trying to get them doxxed because they have some of the worst opinions about black women I've ever heard in my life. Um, But let me see if I can get to show y'all this because these dudes are disgusting. Okay. I am sick. Yeah. Now that, that now that you know that, it makes so much more sense, it right? It makes it 20 times worse. Yes. Okay. Here we go. That you warn guys about girls like me. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. So tell me about girls like me. Just Humor women me. in general. Like, I mean, there's Well, no, a- but no, don't women in general, because you literally specifically said before we got on here. This was all off-camera conversation. That you, yeah, you did say that That's true. you warn guys about girls like me. So now that we're face-to-face, what kind of girl am I? You're not special. You're like other girls. That's the key. I'm not special. Like so, you're like other women that are So like, what makes you special then? I never said I was. What do you gain from telling girls that they're not special? How does that make you feel? I mean, I know, everything, talking, is, I know we, everything is a joke, but I'm asking you a real question. So how does that make you feel? Because if I say you're a bitch-ass nigga, that does something for me, right? If I insult you or if I tell you you're not special, you're forgettable... What does that do that for me? Mic, no, but that doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, what, if I call you, if I just say that, again, you're forgettable. That's why I didn't want to do you guys' podcast. Forgettable. Hate the setup. Uh, the name is underwhelming. I didn't really She's see the like value us. in it. <laughs> right? Okay, that's how fine. I feel. Right. But, like so, us. so yeah, um, in reference to that setup, oh my God, is it terrible? She's not like us. Like, like, oh. So the podcast, like I said, is called Fresh and Fit. I believe they're on YouTube. The setup is horrendous. They have like a huge table and it, and no exaggeration, it'd be like 15 people with a mic. And we have, we have an ongoing saying here about certain podcasts and that is why there's so many niggas on the mic. Seriously. That is a, a quote of ours because some podcasts, a lot of podcasts, most podcasts don't need that many people on the mic. Too many people on the mic. Why? So everybody's a producer all of a sudden. They don't take forty-five people to press the button. They don't. So they'll have like they'll have these girls come into the studio. It's usually black girls, but they're having this like rhetoric or whatnot about how they feel about black women and how they don't dabble in the dark and why they should date. Why you should date other women? You know. Very much alpha male content. And so Brittany Renner, I guess, was asked to be on the show who is a model like or she's a social media something, something. I guess she was asked in the past to be on the show and she didn't want to be on the show because, like she says, they're unforgettable and their setup is trash. Um, And this really got a lot of people talking, I think, last week or whatever. Yeah, because they're and they're not the only podcast that have that kind of content mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of it's them. a lot of them it's 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 a lot of them your um, kevin samuels we can start with joe budden's joe podcast Budden. he's still a thing um it's just like the men with mics recently mm-hmm. y'all just i mean okay all right 
Okay, we'll call a spade a spade here. Mm-hmm. So, like, yes, we talk about men on the show often. Um, but there's uh, there's a theory behind what we say. Or let me not say there's a theory. Like, we have receipts. <clears throat> there's diff- There's reasons why we say what we say. Um, a lot of it is, like, based off of, you know, different content on the Internet or articles or news, politics. That's what we do here. Shows like Kevin Samuels and Fresh and Fit literally just bring everyday women on their show, celebrity or not, and literally sit there and will berate them to their face. And they don't even know them, especially like Kevin Samuels. However, I like when it comes to Kevin Samuels' show, I kind of blame the women because y'all literally would line up and go on this man's show who sits in his mama's basement in the dark or wherever he be at. Get that nigga some lights. Like something. Like he, it, it looks a mess. Okay, and well, actually, like when you tell him that you want a man with money, and you only you tell him you only make fifty two thousand dollars a year, you let him berate you. So the same with this fresh and fit guy. And I noticed that it's not, it's not always the uh, the dark skin one be sitting in silence, which gives me very much I'm a follower vibes. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Like I just want the clout because, yes. like, you know, I uh, it, it it makes literally no sense what these guys be doing. Like, um. Yeah, I. You know, I was I was watching something, and it was like the guy. It was a white guy talking to. It was a clip that came on my timeline. My timeline be messy, y'all. It was a it was a clip that came up a white guy, a white guy calling into another podcast of a black man or whatever talking like that, mm-hmm. and the white guy was like, and this was wild. <clears throat> the white guy was like, "This is why you guys don't have families. You guys are leading." black men to a very dangerous point in their lives mm-hmm. where you are expecting women to be wives, but you're not even being husbands. Ooh. And he said like a whole bunch of other stuff, but I ain't really remember because once you say that, like, you don't, Oh man, I don't want to get into this conversation right here. Cause <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, that might be something that we have to have like during, like maybe we have, we might need to get a Patreon to have this one. We, yeah, we might need to have like another, like uh, men with mics. On the show to have this conversation because it's like, yeah. And it's interesting. It's like in this way, when you have women that will get on social media and will literally like screenshot their DMs because y'all are on the mic saying one thing and you're in our DM saying a completely different situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <clears throat> eh. And the thing is like what we say here, we like you said, we say it out of logic because we have quite a few male listeners. Right. And I'm almost certain that if we were saying some really wild stuff about black men, they would definitely check us. I'm talking about Young Citizen, okay. and I'm talking about Charles. Charles calls me on the regular to talk about the show. So I know for a fact, my like... Dad, my dad's so mad about something we said in season two. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, it's like, also, I feel like they're not being held accountable for what they're saying. And if they are, they're not really listening. Like, it's a, this is a really weird situation to be in as a woman and watching this happen in real time and seeing, like, black men talk about black women this way. Like, it's bizarre to me. Like, this is crazy. And it's like, you can't even say to them, like, oh, your mom is black. They don't care. Right. Your rating shouldn't be based off of the feelings of black women mm-hmm. or just of women, period. Like, okay, like, you sitting here. And, and, and to your point. I would love to find a podcast that literally just berates men all day, every day, and see what and see what would say. Ooh, no, oh, they would get them out of seriously, here. Seriously, I'm I'm very very curious if I like if 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 there is a podcast out there that you know, because all the all the podcasts that I know that are like that are uh, driven by women, um, 
have decent content. They may talk about men, but not berating them. Okay, you got okay now. Listen, there's so many of them. Like they talk about them. Right. But they're not going to sit there and just berate them because they have black fathers. They have boyfriends. They have cousins. They have uh, friends. No. So then, like, when sister said that, that this dude's a cop, I can just imagine being, like, being pulled over by this dude. Coon century. And this is my thing. So, like, for you to, like, even, like, Brittany Renner, like, yeah, she is very problematic when it comes to, um... Um, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know nothing about her that much. Remember, we talked about her on the show because she apparently oh, had, had that a, that Hornets player. Yeah, that's and right. And then she was at some like college basketball game, and she's like almost thirty. It's yeah. like, girl. Um, so it's like I know that they had to talk about her on the show, and then for you to be like, oh, well, we want her on the show. So now you want her. Now you want her clout. That's not cool. Yeah. Come on, like you you but can't do that. That's how it seems to work in that atmosphere. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk trash about you. And now let's have you on the show. Even if it isn't just a, a big name, if it's just black woman. Like, how bold of you? How bold of you? I would love to know the demographic. I would love to know. I mean, and, like, I see different men on my timeline. They, they'll they retweet it and things like that. And they have their, you know, they have certain things to say. And I'm kind of like, I, I just be paying very, very close Ooh. attention to it. Because, um, again, like, y'all are in the DM saying one thing and then... Uh, you know, you get behind these mics and it's a whole different situation. Like, mm-hmm. nah, that's not cool. It's not. So, um, I mean, I know we've talked about Britney Renner in the past, but like, I'm going to like kudos to her for being like, yeah, nah, Mm-mm. like, I think y'all show is trash. I'm on here because y'all paid me basically. Right. Right. And they, she wasn't even on their show. She was on DJ academics brought them together. Cause she wasn't even going to go on a show. Right. <laughs> that's how much she didn't want to do it. Kudos to her for like taking a stance with that. Cause it's like, you know, and, and for like being bold about it. Like, okay. So like, look, yeah, you want to talk shit. Like, let's talk about it. Right. And I'm they, right here. And it was good and quiet. Okay. Like he was like, Oh, you know, like, like I never said I was cause you're not. You saying that she's not special is insinuating that. All right. You know, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I mean, it's because it's just, it's just ridiculous. This is a ridiculous conversation. It's just so shame. It's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. They were on the podcast called Flagrant 2. With, I know. I never heard of it. but Flagrant I, 2? Andrew Schultz. Brilliant idiot? No. This podcast is called Flagrant 2. Andrew Schultz and the other guy named Ashad or something like that. Anyway, they brought them on. And could you imagine Andrew Schultz right. talking sense into them? Andrew Schultz, not a, he's not a bad dude. Like he's not. He said some crazy stuff before. Yeah, he he's he's calmed down. But I'm gonna send you the link. What did he say? He said some like it's a long episode, it's like an hour or something long. I watched the whole thing because I was like, because the other the other host is like uh, Middle Eastern or something mm-hmm. maybe, and he was like, I can't even imagine sitting here being Middle Eastern and talking about my women like that. Like he was like going in, and there were like other like things going on or whatever. Mm. But I was. I'll put the link in the description box and I'll send it to you as well, sis. Um, maybe, maybe we have an episode of men with mics, like, you know, just with other men with mics, but you know, like one or two. I don't know if I can deal with that. If we get the right ones, if we get the right ones, either you're right or you're wrong. I don't we got, we gotta have, we gotta get the right ones. We ain't gonna have no fresh and fits. Ain't no, you know, none of that. You know, if you follow Kevin Samuels, you can't come on the show. <laughs> And that's real talk. That's real talk. I will not respect you. If you actually give in to this nigga's rhetoric, I don't have nothing to say to you. So, yes, that is the last. I never understood how men, like, you taking advice from this 40-year-old man. Who has been divorced, what, twice? I mean, you you have, 
You're lonely. You're lonely. Just say that. Just say that. Go on ready to love like the rest of these 40-year-olds and keep moving. Keep it moving. That's my shout-out. But like. Just say that. Instead, you sit in the dark. In the dark with a suit on in the house. Get this nigga some lights. Anyway, that is it for this week's episode. We have one more announcement you said, right? Yeah. Yes. I'll let you have it. So. Okay. So, yeah, season six, I said we're applying pressure. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. Not a game. So, now we actually have some sponsorship packages available. Yeah, We are really, really, really looking forward to working with some businesses out here, some small businesses, large businesses. And we definitely have some different packages that, um, yeah, that will really help us to help you, to help yourself, things like that. Um, so yeah, if you have any, um, I'm going to put them on our website and they're also on social media. So if you are interested, please like shoot us a DM via Instagram or Twitter, um, or just shoot us an email at headwrapsandlipsticks.com. Yes. So I'm sorry, headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That might change too. Yes. Um, so yeah. Yeah. You, you, you could have your ad right here on the show. Yes, we got before before show ads, after show ads, in the middle ads, and we also have some social media spotlight uh, opportunities as well. So hit us up, baby. Yeah, for sure. Take us out to dinner. I'm done. Yes, I'm done. Take us out to dinner. I'm done. Um, thank you so much for listening. We are on a bunch of platforms. Let's see if I get this right, including Spotify, including Spotify. <laughs> Whenever they want to give us the check, we will definitely yeah, take it. Yeah, we can it. definitely replace Joe Rogan. It's okay, not a yeah. We don't have things. COVID rhetoric. Anyway, yeah. so we're on a bunch of platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter at Headwrap Pod. We're on Instagram at Headwraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Headwraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Don't forget, we got a website and that link for that GoFundMe, not going nowhere, baby. It's still up there. Because you know we're trying to open up that studio. Link in the description. Uh, remember, <laughs> you can get. T-shirts and things like that. Thug Jason sweatshirt that she got on right now. At www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com. You know, T-shirts and critics are for sale, but not on sale at the website. Remember, we are on a bunch of streaming platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? No. Oh. You said Instagram and Twitter? Do we have a review? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I just checked like yesterday. Wasn't so, there one up there? That was yesterday. Wasn't there one up there that we didn't that um that that we hadn't read on the sh- on the, on air? Mm, I don't know. Hold on, give me a second. My Wi-Fi seems to be working today. Are your Wi-Fi be crazy? Sometimes, sometimes. Let me see. Oh, wait. Yeah, I don't think we ever did. We read that. Oh, that's right, because we were we were going by then. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Right. Okay, so this one was from after we left. Gave us five stars. It's from Brie. Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, I was gonna say Brianna, but there's a Brianna. I think it's just Brianna. Brianna four hundred three. Did love- y'all hear that extra breath she took? She's <laughs> Brie. <huh? laughs> I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> um. And they gave us five stars. She said, found you guys from TikTok and I have been binging ever since. Keep up the good work, ladies. Oh, um, thank you, Brianna. Thank you, Brianna. Brianna? Yo. <laughs> thank you. Brianna? Brianna. Brianna? We, we gotta, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. We'll that. <laughs> All right, sis. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. What is your joke? Okay, so yeah, uh, new season, but same jokes. But last, last season, I was using a different book. 
this season, my dad uh, got me a book from like Florida, um, like over the summer. I never used it. And this is called Dad Jokes, The Good, The Bad, and The Terrible, right? Okay, so let's see what we got today. I'm just going to give y'all one. But for our new listeners, this is what we do. The end of every show, I do give a corny joke to annoy Sierra because she loves them so, so much. I don't. Today, I'm only going to give one, okay? Thank, thank God. Here we go. Um, Ashley, no, I lied. No, I'm going to give one, but it, I, I just changed it because this is funny. Ooh. Come on. If you went to a concert for 45 cents, who would play? Who? 50 Cent and Nickelback. (laughs) 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 Do you get it? Because 45 cents, 50 Cent and Nickelback? I almost didn't see that one. (laughs) That. That was funny. Oh, that was funny. That was a good one. Oh my god! I don't know why I keep agreeing to do this. You show gotta admit, season. but you have to admit that was funny. It, it wasn't. It was. It was hilarious. You learned math, and you learned some good artists. Oh god, that was good. I almost didn't see that one. I was gonna give y'all another one. That was hilarious. That was funny. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. Bye. That one was funny. <laughs>